So here we are. <laughs> my first uh, podcast outside of my head. Yeah. Which means your first podcast. Because. <laughs> you brought me into your world. You are my world. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> should we tell ourselves how I was supposed to say that? I think we should tell ourselves like our family dynamic right now. Okay. Because that's a good place to start. So it's March 15th, 2020. The year that was supposed to Donald be Donald Trump is the president, <laughs> but it's an election year. So maybe not by the end of the year. We are mid-coronavirus quarantine. Probably not even mid. We are at the beginning. It's the beginning, I think. Wow. Of We'd the like coronavirus the quarantine. <laughs> Hopefully the middle. Our Lila's kids. 11, almost 12. Going into seventh, well, she's in sixth grade, so we're entering some crazy years. Wes is 10. Spends most of his time watching YouTube videos of LeBron James and Kobe Bryant dunking. And wishing he could play video games more. Levi is eight. Will be nine next month. He broke his leg this year. It's been on the uh, tail end of his broken leg journey. Yeah, he's in the boot. He's just got two weeks left of 12. So that's the end of a long journey for him. And for us. He missed the second half of his basketball season, but he's excited for baseball, which might get canceled. It's a crazy world when the College World Series, March Madness, and all your kids' sports and electives are canceled at the exact same time. Ezra's first ever sporting event this spring was going to be soccer. No longer... A thing. Yeah, first practice was supposed to be tomorrow, and now his shiny new ball cleats and shin guards are not even going to be used possibly this season. He's taking it pretty well, though. Yeah, overall. The kids seem to be more resilient than adults. Most of our uh, society is panicking at the thought of homeschooling for two weeks because mm. schools are closed. Meanwhile... There's been a run on toilet paper. <laughs> yeah. Apparently, everyone thinks they're going to need like a year worth of toilet paper, which is not true. <laughs> well, you will need a year's worth of toilet paper, but is uh, over not the course of a year. There's plenty of toilet paper I mean, for We need everyone. two years of toilet paper over the course of the next two years. My strategy is... Stop pooping. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> Actually, if we could apply that strategy to the whole family, I would be nice very appreciative yeah. of that. We should look into that. No more diapers. A lot of things, <laughs> no a more lot of problems go away. <laughs> so yeah, Ezra is, he's five going on 18. <laughs> Seriously. Maybe six next month. His brain moves too fast. Yeah, his brain moves too fast. We should talk about that. 
We may have passed by our older kids too quickly to settle. Well, we're just giving the ages. Okay. We'll go back. Okay. Nora just turned three. I don't want them to resent us when they listen to this later. They're not going to listen to this. (laughs) They will. Maybe when we're old and... You kids, stop listening to this. (laughs) That's right. They're all sleeping right now. They would have no idea. That's true. How cool we are. Especially if we bury it in a time capsule. Oh, man. And then they don't find it until they're 39 going on 40. Our parents shouldn't have done this for us. Totally. Anyway, Ezra. Ezra is five. Nora is just turned three. Which is my, is prime time favorite age. I actually realized this to be true about you because I went back through and just looked at your Instagram. Just check my Instagram feed. I'm it's self-aware on this you one. you have posted our kids at the age of three. Yeah. No matter which kid it is. I was like just telling somebody this. stop that kid at three. I think I was just telling Adam this. If you go back like two years, <laughs> it's, it's all so Ezra. It's true. And right now it's all Nora. It's all Nora. And a year or two from now it's going to be all Hazel. And I looked back and it was all Ezra at three. I don't think you had Instagram for Levi's three. No. But you were obsessed. Like three is I remember being obsessed with how cute Levi was. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because he could say all of like Psalm one when he was two or whatever. And it was amazing. It's just my favorite year. Yeah. So Nora's there. So what's going to happen when Hazel's four? And then you have no favorite year kids anymore. We'll cross <laughs> that pause. road when we get there. <laughs> For now, I got Nora at three. Yep, we've got. Cute as a button. Cutest. Hazel just turned one in December. So that makes her, what, 15 months old? Yep, she's 15 she's walking. months old. Still she's nursing, which is. Like, I'm going to pat myself in the back real quick because let me just say that's a lot of work. Yes, it is. <laughs> so there's the landscape. Right. How old, Jared? How old am I? How old are you? I'm 37. 37. I just turned the perfect age, apparently. 33. That's right. Perfect age. The age of the Lord was. Yep. When he was resurrected. It was supposed to be a good year. It's going to be a good year. Starting off rocky. Get broken leg for Levi right at the turn. Right. Lila split her lip. uh, Lila put her tooth through her lip, falling down, which isn't an odd occurrence for her because she's in the awkward stage. Um, And then. But the funny thing about it was she was running out onto the driveway to to tell the house like it was. The Eichmeyers, how icy it was. And in so doing, she slipped on the ice and split her lip in a dramatic fashion, cut all the way through her bottom lip, and her tooth came out the other side. Right at the beginning of family night, so I had to simultaneously host dinner and decide if we needed to go get stitches, Mm -hmm. which ended in no stitches, but you had to run to the pharmacy. Yeah. Yeah. We had to I went to Walgreens and stared at up. every single <laughs> option <laughs> on the bandages because I was told to find sturdy like strips. Sturdy strips or something, but they don't call them that. No. They call them like. And I didn't want to be the guy who goes 
and brings home the wrong thing. Yeah. Don't be, don't be that guy. I've been that guy. Yeah. Mostly at Lowe's. <laughs> Mostly. It's like, I'll Hardware buy all store. the things if I'll show up empty-handed. That's why I used to, we used to live so close to Lowe's. I could just run back. Yeah. Home Depot. Now it's a 20 minute commitment. Now you got to make sure you get the right thing. And I was not going to come home from Walgreens. You should have called me. With the wrong thing. But you did it. You had you your hands through. full. Yeah, I found the right thing. Brought the right thing. Brought an extra thing. It was good. <laughs> yeah. And she's fine. She's got a scar, but it's not anything that isn't yep. going to heal up just fine. And we got past that one. We got past that. And then, then came the. We thought, hey, this summer's shaping up pretty nicely for us. And then... Uh, oh, tell ourselves about... I keep saying... Like, <laughs> tell ourselves. I keep saying like... <laughs> so, a podcaster for a living, so I talk about an audience all the time. Right. So, I can't help but like to say, tell them. But well, we can say, tell them, because we'll just pretend this is for the kids. Whomever it is. Tell them. I just told the kids to stop listening. Stop. But you know they're not listening to you, so they're listening to That's this. right. All right. You kids, <laughs> Rebellious you stay safe. children. They're probably um, listening right tell now. Tell them about Pause this it. awesome birthday surprise. Oh, okay. This was pretty. This is pretty rad by me. You want to hear about how awesome Jared is? Tell him from your perspective. He's really excited about me recording this. Tell him so, from your perspective how awesome it was. So it's not my from birthday my own mouth. landed on the Sunday this year, which normally wouldn't be a problem. But with basketball season, we had games and stuff, so we bumped my birthday celebration up to Saturday, which is great that's usually the better day anyway uh wake up on saturday morning and a scavenger hunt awaits Mm -hmm. that jared has created of course and of course of course well i guess the kids would do it sound a little resentful Oh, I'm not resentful. <laughs> I'm like, well, like who else would do a great of scavenger course. hunt? I guess the kids would make a so scavenger, scavenger hunt. So scavenger hunt on birthdays has kind of become be a thing a because Wes likes to make them. That's right. Wes does them for most of the kids, but this was like a real scavenger hunt. This is I was showing Wes, who's boss. Difficult scavenger hunt. So and uh, we have the whole thing videotaped. It's all so videos. 16 so you can go back and take You can them. go watch that. 15-minute commitment for that one. Yeah. (laughs) But I was looking for clues that led to the next clue. All in all, there was nine clues. Um, Pick the perfect pod and pull out a pole. No. No, no, no. dang it. Pick the perfect pole. Pick the perfect pole. And pull out a pod. And pull out a pod. That was one of the clues. He's good. (laughs) <laughs> Which what was it? Decipher what? it for us. Okay. So pick the perfect pole and pull out a pod. We have magnet child safety locks right. on our cabinets. So you have to pick the perfect pole, which is picking the perfect spot where the magnet will pull the child safety lock unlocked. Right. And we use this to lock... The tie pods, because <laughs> they're not actually tied pods, but they're pods. Well, okay, the tie, the the pods, they can. Oh no, they're not tie pods, tied, but they're, they're like tie pods with a dishwasher. Right, dishwasher and pods. They really do look like candy, so we always lock those up for the kids. Right. So pick the perfect pole and pull out a pod means take the magnet, 
and unlock the cabinet. Right. Look in the container where the dishwasher pods are. Yeah. And then there's another grip. Pull out a pod. That's it's where the next clue loop. was. That was difficult. The reason me. why it's even slightly deeper than that is because we have this occurrence in our lives with this <laughs> magnet wherein you'll put the magnet up against the thing, but it's in the case backwards because oh, some man. kid. The decisions we make that we spend so much time in our life. Like I chose to install that and probably have now spent hours of my life unlocking that. So you, you oftentimes <laughs> have to open up the magnet container and flip the thing around so that it's on the right side. These are one of the That's best why you have to pick the perfect pull. Because if you pick the wrong pull, it's Things not going to open the cabinet. Understand. Pick so, the perfect pull. Exactly. You got to get the right side of the, the magnet. Pot. And then you pull out a pot. So those yeah. are the kind of clues that I was... The best kind of like, nobody would get this but the two of us. The other one I liked was Quake, Her, Oats. That was easier. Quaker Oats. <laughs> Which was, of course... Oatmeal. The oatmeal container. Yeah. In the oatmeal. Okay. Okay. So anyway. nine clues. You made your way through. I made my way through this scavenger hunt. I collected all nine clues. And then I come to find that if you flip them all over and put them in order, it is a QR code, which mm-hmm. is the perfect end to a good scavenger hunt is that the clues lead you to another clue. So... I pulled out my phone and I QR'd it, <laughs> scanned it, mm-hmm. and it's a vacation to Martha's Vineyard, mm-hmm. not just a vacation, a music festival. That's right. Where many people gather. Beach Road <laughs> Beach Road Weekend. weekend. Just With the two of us, Martha's Vineyard, July. Artists as Nora Martin, Jones. Yeah. The head and the heart. Head and the heart. Beck. Some good stuff. So Other something things. to really look forward to this summer. And now it's going to get canceled. And now. <laughs> well, we don't know that, but. COVID-19 has killed my birthday. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and everything else. And I mean, so now you can Rachel's imagine living for in Omaha present. in June without the College World Series. Like, it would maybe feel like the world's ending because that's a pretty big deal around yeah. here. Like, it's going to be weird. CWS is definitely the biggest annual Omaha event. Yeah. And, they, and I mean, I do think $70 million in revenue to Omaha. Is that what they said? Just because of the CWS. When it comes to like branding and restaurants and yep. hotels being filled and just the overall event, it's the biggest thing that hits Omaha, I think, ever. For a, like a sustained amount of time. It's not just one concert. It's like yeah. two weeks, uh, even maybe into three weeks, two weeks, three weeks. Two weeks for sure. I mean, it's a huge part of Omaha culture, I think. Mm-hmm. And so gonna that's going to feel pretty morbid, I think, coming into this summer. Morbid? Is that weird? No. no, not morbid. Eerie? Yeah, eerie. Eerie. Yeah, Morbid's probably not right. Eerie. Morbid's like if you went down there and there was like dead bodies. <laughs> it's the zombie apocalypse. <laughs> that would be morbid. Yeah. Okay, so not morbid, right. apparently. But eerie. Eerie, for sure. And uh, down Different. Yeah. I think anytime you're coming times that are a little bit uh, unprecedented, mm-hmm. 
it's gonna set you on edge a little. Yeah. And this is definitely in my lifetime. There has always been a College World Series. No yeah, me too. I mean, I was upset when they moved it from Rosenblatt, so I don't like change very much. No, you did not. <laughs> Which is why, again, if you go back to the no pooping thing, you <laughs> have way less things to change. Okay. <laughs> but ding, ding. There it, there it is. That's how I, we that's like how sound I caught her. For that one. And that's how I catch her. That's how I keep <laughs> Actually, her. Actually, that might be true. What uh, what were you hoping to talk about tonight about the kids? Because the point of this is to capture a moment in time and to remember some of the nitpicky details of our life that we'll undoubtedly forget when we go back and look at a picture or a 15-minute scavenger hunt and only remember, I don't know, like snapshots of our past. But with this, we can actually share... Things that we otherwise will just lose to the sands of time. Gosh, there's so many day-to-day things. It's hard to even know what to share because I could probably just catalog our whole life and feel like it's worthwhile, you know? We could just talk about, like, what our day looks like. Is that even worthwhile? (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) What will future you want to hear about? I feel like... All of it. <laughs> uh, well, I'll run out of hard drive space eventually. True. But uh, I mean, our general life setup. I don't know if we will forget it, but it is pretty unique. Yeah, I feel like that's something that I think our kids probably won't forget, but maybe our perspective on it would be enjoyable, like what it's like to work from home and yeah be here with them and it's a good starting point maybe for the rest of our stories so we're here all day (laughs) all of us both here all day all eight of us yeah pretty much i think that blows most people's minds yeah but man you should try it sometime (laughs) (laughs) we Wake up in the morning and. Which typically starts with a workout for one of us. If, if we're lucky enough to get a full night's sleep. Yes. One usually goes to the gym. The other one's usually here uh, on a good day. And then Bible time starts at seven 30. Yep. Kids are allowed to wake up at seven. Do a few morning things upstairs Get dressed, and then they have to be in the living room by... 7.20. 7.20. Well, 7.30 at the latest. 7.20, they can come down. They can come down. We start Bible at 7.30. Wes is usually the first one down because he can't stand the thought of missing something. (laughs) (laughs) The most FOMO kid ever. Yes. If if, Let's do it this way. If it's 7.30 and everyone's here except for Wes, it's going to be a bad day. He he's might cry. Tear, he's going to tear himself out of that bed. He's going to run down the hallway like a stampede of... <laughs> he will like fall out of his bed. Like a stampede of uh, elephants. And then he will explode into the living room. And as ridiculous as it is, I can relate. Sorry, Wes. 
You might have gotten it from me. <laughs> I was the first one up every morning at my house. Yeah, I didn't get that I from me. I wanted to be one step ahead. <sighs> Still do. Yeah, and I'd say that most of our kids also have that attribute where they do like to get a head start. Lila gets a head start in the day. Lots yeah, most of, days. of the time. She'll get up at 6.30 and just like Take do a shower. stuff. Yeah. And she's um, not even, I mean, she tends to have a little bit of a lazy bone, but she will get up and start her day. Even Le- Levi sometimes yeah. will do the same. So they all kind of have that going for them, which is I'm nice. glad we taught him something. We spent about a half an hour in the living room. Uh, ostensibly talking about the Bible. Sometimes that happens. <laughs> Other Sorry, times. Life advice from dad. Life advice. Um, I feel like as they get older, it becomes more and more like nuggets of wisdom. Maybe that's just because we're going through Proverbs, but yeah, it's kind of morphed from, you know, Bible stories to... It's getting deeper. Yeah. As they get older. Conversational. This is what life's about. Right. How you look at things through a biblical worldview. I give them all the keys to successful life and they forget them forthwith. (laughs) Within like. Like mere minutes. So what did I just say to you? Yeah. Blank stares. Are you listening? Yes. Then what did I just say? Just (laughs) say. What was the last word that came out of my mouth? Yeah. That's the trick of Bible time in the morning. They're all half asleep. <laughs> They're half asleep and I still can't get Ezra to sit still. Seriously. Oh. I usually have to duck out about halfway through our Bible time to nurse Hazel because she is the most distracted nurser that has ever existed. And if anyone makes any noise, she immediately will stop nursing to see where the noise came from. So Bible time has been very much a dad led time this year especially mm-hmm. and it's probably my favorite part of the day yeah. <laughs> the one subject i don't have to teach there you go and then we all pray coffee and sometimes we talk too long so just i pray or just rachel prays and we start the day i head up I usually garage. bring you coffee at some point. To the office. It's one of the things you love about me. I do. <laughs> I love that coffee. <laughs> I love the way you deliver it. I even love when you have the kids deliver it. We do a lot of food delivering. I get a lot of food delivered directly to my desk. Perk of working from home. Well, I guess not for everybody, but if you're doing it right. Yeah, I mean, if you're working from home and you're not getting food delivered to your <laughs> workspace. Your wife might not like you very much. You haven't organized yourself very well. No. Are you really commanding your family after you? Yeah, exactly. I don't really think so. Come on, fellas. <laughs> Get some food delivered uh, to your desk. Although I think this might have been just initiated through me just doing it. Yeah, no, I, I didn't. Like, ever I did not dictate this. This just started being the way it worked out. But it's and been great. It's great. I mean, our kids get an opportunity to serve their father, especially all day long, every day, which I think is a great practice. Mm-hmm. So morning chores, you can explain all that if you want, because I don't know. Uh, well, they all have a lot of chores. Yeah, we probably don't have to go into how that works, but yeah, they, they kind of rotate through. They draw cards. And, every day? 
I make breakfast. They run every day on the road. Wow. They're supposed to run. They walk. <laughs> they walk while I watch them and I'm angry. Right. But I every still once in a while, you'll stick your head out and yell or I'll go out there in a blue moon yeah. and really lay the law <laughs> down and then they'll run for a few days and then they're back to walking. But And even if they don't run, it's just the the, the fresh air in the morning silence for me while I make breakfast. Mm-hmm. It's just a really nice way to have a little respite after not finishing my coffee yet. Let and me then, take a moment to describe how <laughs> not into running Lila is. <laughs> She's so not into running that she will ride her bike <laughs> to the end of the driveway. To begin her run. Her run. It only saves her about five feet. Yeah. But she will she take can. those five feet and she will replace them with a bike. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I don't really even understand it, but it happens every time. So she must really believe it. Yes. Helps. Ride your bike to the end of the driveway and run. And then... We eat breakfast, more chores, and then we pretty much work right into the beginning of our school day, which we have started with. I mean, it's basically art time and Bible time, but we call it morning time. And it's a group time of us being together and really have enjoyed that this year because we do it all together. And the kids recite poetry and read Bible out loud, and Nora's even involved, which I think is always really enjoyable for me because I can find out how much a three-year-old can actually take in when you really wouldn't experience that if you didn't have older kids mm-hmm. just reciting. Because you wouldn't sit down with a three-year-old and start talking about the things you talk to a 10, 11-year-old. And right. then that three-year-old all of a sudden is reciting verses and you're thinking, wow, this is worthwhile. So that's pretty special time. We usually read some books out loud. And then after that, it's more of an academic structure that's more typical, like everybody in their own grade with math. And I pretty much just go crazy all morning trying to help them all with all the things while balancing Hazel and Nora in their constant distraction. So, Mm. yeah, it's a rewarding life, but man, is it draining. Most days I come into the office at least once, I'd say, and just lament my insanity. Mm -hmm. But you always have patience for me, even though you're like never, never able to give me all of your ear because... You're in the middle of working, but yeah, I can usually duck in here for some silence and hopefully go back without hurting anyone. Well, we're coming off the winter months too, so it's a lot easier in the spring and summer. Especially here. And we've lived now in our new house for four years. Yeah. Four and a half almost. Mm -hmm. And life here in the nicer months is wonderful outdoors we've got an orchard which jared primarily has cared for 
and wait a minute what do you mean by that primarily jared has cared for it yeah okay what it, what that could it be interpreted like? as saying like that's the main thing I've cared for. <laughs> no, like you <laughs> we, are you the said main. We have an orchard with which Jared has primarily cared for. Okay. Yeah, I know what you mean, but okay, you know, just for twenty con- years from now, everybody or knows. I'd be like, that's all. Jared the guy I took is care the of. main caretaker of the orchard. Yeah. Amongst many other things. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I I thought that was clear, just in case. I just wanted it to be clear. I would put that in your hobby, probably in your hobby category. But in the summer months, yep. it's a heavy-duty hobby. Like, But it's not a hobby that I sought out. It's a no. hobby that you sought out for me. Yeah. <laughs> you really came along nicely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I, I am a woman of many brain children. <laughs> and Jared. And many actual children. And many actual children. And Jared makes most of those things come to life. If I persist with them. Chickens? Not yet. (laughs) We're still working on the playhouse. Yep. But the orchard is amazing. It's been something we've wanted for a long time. And we got our first crop last summer yeah small crop we're excited for this year we've got cherries probably coming this year we've got definitely, definitely gonna be pears trees, couple pear trees and then all the apple trees are active and so yep so it's, that's cool it's pretty exciting after being a couple of city kids i think yeah. this everything about it is new and we're kind of learning as we go but it makes me Never want to move back to a neighborhood again. Yeah. I think country life has really, I mean, I don't know if we're country. Yeah, it's weird. Acreage I don't really think life. Of us. What's that? Acreage, Acreage life? life yeah. has really opened up a outskirts. whole new world mm-hmm. that I enjoy. Walks. And we take walks all the time. We really do use the land way more than I thought we would. I enjoy it way more than I thought I would. And yeah, I take, when we were first looking, you didn't want anything over an acre. I know. And now, now I'm like, want, yeah, now I, I kind of want some more. more. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe uh, that's greedy, but honestly, it's life, amazing though. how your mindset can change from, oh, I'm just going to have to take care of all this to, I really enjoy this. Yeah. And the Well, I just realized better. last fall that as I transitioned into podcasting, full time that I can actually be outside and be working. Yes. Because a lot of my work has to do with listening back to our episodes and finding the best bits for You know, sharing. I think that's the thing about and that's amazing. Our life that feels the best to me is how cohesive each piece is mm. with another. You know, the the homeschooling with you being home could be a clash, but it really, we've melded it together to be like better than yeah. it would be separate. The kids have access to their dad all day long. I mean, within reason. Right. Sometimes too much. Too Especially much. Ezra, who never yeah. follows the rules and always barges Our in. relationship, I think, is maintained in a more real way than it would would be otherwise. It's We're living one life. Yeah. In a way that's harder if you're both living separate lives. and That can cause, cause challenges like 
a lot of what couples will do at the end of the day is kind of catch each other up on their day. Yeah. Well, we had the same day pretty much. Right. Most of the time. Most of the time. And like you can't actually vent on things that I don't already know about. Right. Because I walked by when it was happening or whatever. Plus, I think it makes us feel like we can understand each other a little bit more. Yeah. I mean, I still don't know all the ins and outs of everything you're doing in work, but you mostly know the ins and outs of my day. And yeah, yeah, just the fact that like the land is working in with your work life. It gives you space to almost work more efficiently. And yeah, it feels like we really have a, a boon for my mental health. Yeah. Just to be like outdoors because my work is so much standing in front of a computer. Right. And to be able to escape that and still be working is pretty amazing. Yeah. But I can't do that in the winter, so I'm excited. We need something for winter time for everybody. Yeah. The kids go crazy. I go crazy. We all kind of go crazy because we're stuck in the house. Go to the JCC, but it's just a little bit harder to do those things quickly with eight people. <laughs> so that's kind of life around here. Yeah. It's, uh, I'd say it's challenging, but also I find myself uh, pretty stinking grateful most of the, most of the time. Yeah. We've been pretty much booked solid in terms of day-to-day schedule. There's always something. Just got out of basketball season, going into baseball season. We've got uh, Wednesday night Bible study. Maybe you're the conspiracy behind (laughs) COVID-19. We've got Thursday. Jared was the introvert who said, yay, cancel all the things. (laughs) And I was the extrovert who said, Get me out of this house. Right. Mostly because of the kids. I think I just need a break every once in a while because I'm here all the time. Well, I don't think this life is for everybody, but for a self-professed homebody, I'm living my best life because I'm home all the time with my family all the time. Yeah. And you still get the social interaction, like in the sense of communication. It's just not face-to-face. Yeah. You, you talk to other people all day long and you're mm-hmm. FaceTiming like and podcasting and all those things. So. I'm not an isolationist. Right. It's not like you're just stuck in your own thoughts. I would just day. rather be home most of the time. You just like to be here because yeah. it's so awesome. Right. Well, I think of like what would our life look like at Corby Street with this household. It would be rough. It was rough with four. Yeah. And now we have six. Yep. And our four are bigger than they were then. Well, I just like to think about that verse where basically if you have a terrible wife, you just want to get away from her. Yeah. And you just don't want to ever leave. <laughs> so I just like to think that that's most because well, I'm Technically, this office is the <laughs> corner of the roof. This is the corner of the roof for you? <laughs> I mean. <laughs> the office. This We're sitting in his office. Apparently, this is the escape. I see how it is. You ever heard of social distancing? <laughs> social distancing. <laughs> I've been doing that from you uh-huh. for years. Uh huh. But no, I mean, this office has been such a blessing. And I look back at what we used to do at Corby when I was in the basement beneath oh, man, you. It's hard. You know, 
I basically had to give the kids screen time. And think how much more I podcast now than I do then. Once a week. Yeah, every time you podcast, they had to sit down on the couch and I turned on a T I turned on the TV (laughs) because there was no way that we could walk in the kitchen. And that was probably before Ezra could even walk. Yeah. Think of him now. You'd never hold him down. Oh man. Well and even at Corby Street, he didn't ever have his own room. Like right. I moved his oh, bed yeah, from our bedroom them. to the living room every single day. And then we had that back door that creaked. I mean, in general, we were just and, biding our time. But the worst you haven't mentioned the worst thing. I don't for know. me in my yeah? life there. Not the dog. Oh. But opening the garage door. Oh yeah. Because of Theo. And because of the kids, and because of the constant cars zooming yes. past our front driveway, oh. that was the there was a major stress there. And the fact that in this setup, we can just say "go outside," and the and, door opens and closes, and we don't over have over. any fear except for That's we're true. getting some fast Amazon drop-offs, and all of a sudden, yeah. we got to deal with that. But in general, oh. we have no fear that our kids are in any danger. At all, setting them outside. Right. Just go outside, <clears throat> and the they're fine. The fact that you can even send Nora. a three-year-old outside yeah. and not feel like she needs constant supervision is definitely a luxury. Although, what was the other day when she was like walking to the orchard by herself or something? Were you but even her? then, like, what's going to happen in the no, orchard? No, she wasn't in any danger. But it was one of these moments where she was trying to find you. Yeah, and she, I told her to walk to the orchard because I thought you were down there, and she would just start walking. Daddy, where are you? And you're just nowhere to be found. Because I was in the front yard. And you were in the front yard. I think she might have been more nervous than I was. Yeah. But, yeah, it's relatively safe because you have to walk a really long way to get into any real danger. And no one ever gets that far. Plus, there's like a crowd mentality with kids that, with so many of them, they kind of just hang together. Yeah. We don't really have any kid that'll just take off from everybody else, which I think is one of those things about bigger families. It's a, really a blessing that they do sort of become Although Nora like a might change that game. mold a little bit. Nora has. She might. Yeah. As she gets older. She is kind of her own person indoors. She's the only kid that we have that will just go into her room and play by herself. Oh, man, for I a sustained period of time, like not, she I'm not talking thirty seconds. She doesn't need me. She doesn't need anyone. Right. She's happy if you're there. She's happy if you're not. All she needs is her LOLs. Oh, she has such an imagination. Yeah, that's just incredible. Her imaginary friend, Froggy. Froggy. And her owl that's been by her side since day one. Lila bought it for her while I was pregnant, and. She's three and it slept with her like every single night. So she's definitely a special, special personality. I think. Mm-hmm. I hope she stays sweet because she's definitely starting to get more and more attention for her cuteness and things like that. Which yeah. can often she has a lot of similarities to Levi, but she definitely has her own thing going too. Yeah. Her imagination, I think, sets her apart from the other kids. Yeah. She kind of has this, like, not need needing other people to have fun. 
And I think our other kids are more dependent on social relationships or even on each other. I mean, Nora doesn't have any FOMO. Right. We could all be in the living room doing something and she'll just be like, I'm going to go do my own thing. The anti-Wes. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Which is pretty cool. I mean, I think that's surprising in such a young kid. I mean, like, well, all your older siblings are playing something and you just don't care. Yeah. Meanwhile, Wes is the opposite of that, which has actually worked out pretty nicely with the three boys. Because now that we have three at play ages, the fact that Levi and Ezra will just go play drags Wes. Wes, Wes can't be left. It drags Wes along. Where we couldn't get Wes outside for a long time. I mean, that's been one of the ironies and the frustrations out here is like we get this land. We got this outdoor space. Yeah. And it's like pulling teeth to get the kids to go out there for the longest time. I didn't really even understand that. I still got to yell at them sometimes. Just go outside. Yeah. I do think minimizing the screen time like we have is helping. Yeah. But but what really helped. What really helped was was Levi and Ezra. (laughs) Wes. Deciding to just play together. Yeah. Because Wes is always like, I don't want to play with you because I'm better than you or whatever. Yeah. And and now like playing catch, playing basketball, etc., playing football. Yeah, Levi older. and Ezra just he get along. He doesn't want to play the younger boys because they aren't as good at the sports or whatever. But now Levi and Ezra are like, whatever. Then we'll just see you later. And those two go outside and play, and that drags Wes out. And then all three of them have fun together. And that's been a pretty big. That just happened like last fall. And that's I think pretty when awesome. Ezra turned five, it really changed a lot. Yeah. Because his physical ability is beyond his age, so he can really keep up with big boys and even give them a run for their money sometimes. Mm. So that kind of all changed all at once where they started to really realize, like, if one of them doesn't play, there's always someone else. What else you got? I'm getting tired. How are we going to wrap this up? We need like a six out. Bye. (laughs) Lila's an aspiring YouTuber that will never have a YouTube channel. Yes. And that's her tagline. The sign off. Six out. Bye. Oh, it's her sign off. Tagline. What do we got? What do we have? Yeah. We got a sign out. We've got nothing. Well, we'll have to think of something because it's awkward trying to end it without one. Yeah. Next time on Santo Stories. I don't know what's going to happen next time. Dun, dun, dun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you made it this far, congratulations. Well, thanks for listening. Whomever you are. Go to bed, kids. You're up past your bedtime. <laughs> That's right. Ha <laughs>